Hello and welcome to another episode of Bhavya's Unsolicited Opinion. Today's juicy topic of conversation is dating and I assure you that I have been very very hesitant to do this. And before I tell you why I have been hesitant, I'd like to introduce you to our guest for the day. We have with us my best friend and also favorite jerk, Arsh. Arsh is pursuing computer science at University of Texas Dallas and spends a tiny chunk of his free time complaining about the dating world with me. So I think there could be no better guest for this episode. Welcome Arsh. Hi. Hello. So yeah, so before introducing you I was talking about how I wasn't very sure of doing this episode because dating is still a very sensitive topic in Indian homes. because we still right. live in very conservative families and this is going to be the last question of this podcast i'm going to leave this hanging here right now but why do parents not like dating um yeah so i've dropped a very heavy question here and we're going to address this in the end of the podcast but right now let's start with a very simple light uh, question which is what is your um, ideal date my ideal date uh, like a one time thing yeah like your first date like like if you're going on a first date with someone and how do you how do you imagine a good first date to be like okay um it should have another person because that's very important i think that other person should be interesting enough to actually make a conversation with you i, I think the most important thing in any first date is just to have an interesting conversation with them because if you can't do that if you're just a locker that you're still unsure about what you want to say when there's things you don't know about each other you just want to keep hiding yourself and keep hiding stuff from the other person it's not ideal so of course you can't you can't just f- go all out and just share everything you have ever done in your life with the other person on the first date but i feel like if if i want to like someone or if, or if they want to like me i think it's imperative that uh we have an interesting conversation so i don't really care where it is like if it's in a restaurant if it's a walk if it's a movie or whatever but as long as you have an interesting conversation that's good mm. so anything that keeps you with the date is interesting then yeah basically like it should be engaging enough that oh there's a back and forth there are no awkward pauses there's no like oh did you did you know i trained today there's not, nothing of that sort <laughs> should it should be it should be like oh we know each other and we're just you know sitting down for a meal and talking about stuff so you said we know each other and i'll take my second question from there um do you think it's important to know a person before you start dating like do you think that relationships which start from a friendship do they work better than maybe finding someone on an online dating app and then going on like four five dates with them and deciding yeah this is a good person to be in a relationship with what do you think works better mm there's no one answer to this question i think i think you can have both and both of them can end end up incredibly well i mean of course the western world believes in you know being meeting strangers and then just going to the whole process and then falling in love and everything but i feel like in back home in india it's still very much that you know someone or maybe a friend or maybe just maybe an acquaintance and then you somehow like them or you just really close and you're like hmm maybe this is a good idea to you know 
take it to the next level. <laughs> so, um, uh, of yeah. course, in that case, uh, you have with that advantage of you know knowing that person already. You know all the bad things, all the good things, most of their quirks, and what they like, what they don't like. So it's easier to settle in. But in that, of course, you you're risking a lot because relationships are usually temporary, while friendships are more permanent than relationships. Not to say that they're not temporary too, but yeah, so it feels, if, because when you somehow end up losing them, you lose two different versions of them, a mm-hmm. friend and your significant other. But but in, I guess the uh, pro of, you know, not going with a friend is that you don't have any strings attached. You If you lose them, it's not too bad. And, uh, and with strangers, I think it's more of an adventure. Like, oh, this is a new person. You're, you know, starting from scratch. It's a blank canvas. And it's, yeah. it's up to you how you dictate the relationship. Yeah, but also, so um, I think when you're starting a relationship, when you're already in a friendship and taking it to the next level, um, don't you think that some of the spark or like the magic of the first few months is already kind of gone or subdued because you already know that person quite well i won't say you know that person entirely because you never can but uh, you know a lot about that person which you would probably spend like months finding out if you if you were going on a date with a stranger so does that make that process a little less fun or interesting no i don't think so um actually it kind of depends again i mean all all of these questions are subjective but i personally Mm -hmm. think that no, you can you can still have that magic, you can still have that spark. Because when when you I guess transcend from a friendship to a relationship, it's 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 different. Uh, you you obviously start looking at the other person in a different light. Uh, they yeah. be the you behave differently with them, and uh, mm-hmm. that's just a different vibe about your uh, relationship with them. So um, yeah, I think I think you can still make it happen. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, of course, you're right. Sometimes it's like, oh, I already know that this person does this. So what's the, like, like, wow. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, that's just a good thing too, because you don't, yeah, you don't have to jump through hoops to find out stuff. You just know stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is, and all of my questions, like you've already pointed out are subjective. So we're only discussing our opinions here, but um, what is, a healthy relationship for you because i've realized healthy is very subjective it might not mean the same thing for everybody most times they show obsessive girlfriends or boyfriends as nuts in in tv shows and web series but sometimes people like that kind of a significant other so um, is that still considered healthy if the other person likes it okay so healthy relationships are definitely definitely one of the most subjective topics that you could have brought up today um because it depends what the couple wants maybe they want to be clingy maybe they don't want to be clingy maybe one of them wants clingy one of them doesn't so that when 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 that difference of opinion happens it's all it's automatically considered an unhealthy relationship i personally think don't be clingy man like come on have a life of your own it's okay to not be clingy like it's okay if you don't want to be like be with each other all the time as i mean honestly okay i'm probably probably um saying stuff that should happen like a year after a relationship but i like that <laughs> so that's healthy for me yes and i know for a fact that you have a lot of boundaries uh when in a relationship 
or when yes. in a friendship in basically yes. any kind yes. of <laughs> any kind of um you know relationship and i mean romantic non romantic you have a hundred boundaries some of them don't even make any sense but you have them and you like maintaining them do you think it's okay to do that in a relationship mm. no <laughs> something <laughs> <laughs> um um uh yeah so i i don't think um it was held you know it was not um but the thing is in my eyes it was um but obviously uh, relationships are just this huge battle of who makes the biggest compromise so um and i didn't make the biggest compromise and that's why i lost so yeah you just have to see what the other one wants and then you find like a middle ground so that you both uh you know are happy and uh if that if healthy means that you have to talk every day and uh, you know have a healthy conversation every single day maybe that's healthy for you for me healthy is maybe you know talk every day sure but you know i just somehow don't have so many things to talk about on every on a on a daily basis so um but that somehow doesn't sit well with some people so i'm just going to yeah so that's not it's not a very good habit to have if you're in a relationship it definitely isn't um yeah. and yeah i'll i'll so i don't know if you have heard of them but i'll assume that you haven't there are there are thing there's this thing called love languages which are basically the different forms of love that people like so every person has a specific kind of love language it doesn't have to be one it can be more than one but like there is one dominant love language which is how you would like to express love or how you mm. usually take in love so right. i think uh and this is just me giving my two cents on this topic because mm-hmm. i thought i should but i think uh, it is really important to understand what the love language of your significant other is and i didn't i when i first read about this i thought it's a very stupid concept but uh, over time i've realized that it actually is a thing um i don't remember all of it entirely so i won't go into a very long uh, discussion about what they are but uh, they talk about how you can probably be more responsive to physical love uh, or your form of showing love is maybe doing the dishes and making food for your significant other you might not uh, verbally express it all the time uh, maybe you like gifting or you like receiving gifts a lot so that's your love language so it's really important that you understand what the love language of your significant other is and then try to um work with it and having given a lot of yarn there i'll come back to our questions so Uh, the next question is: Do you think it is actually possible to fall in love at the age of like sixteen or twenty? And is this this falling in love the same as the love you will find at thirty or forty? Like, because especially in India, um, what our parents usually tell us, at least mine did, that you can't, you're too young for this stuff, and you're too young to be in love with someone. In love is a very big word. so is it uh, a big word for me at this point and also like how does one know that even at 30 or at 40 they have found love it could they could still be too young for it so i mean this is not a, i i haven't defined a clear question here but i'm just saying 
is it okay to say that i am in love at 20 can we do that yes and no um so it's a good question um i think because all of us because i mean we are young so we have gone through this phase there maybe maybe you're too young to do this or maybe you're too young to you know be so serious about this um now that's true um maybe we are maybe we are not because okay things change um mm. life happens yeah. so you can we can be in love at 18 mm-hmm. with someone like like be like oh yeah this that this person is the one for me but then next year you might just move away for whatever reason and then be like hmm yeah she was nice but that that that's that's it for now and then mm-hmm. you're not in love so i think i think the only difference between a 30 year old and a 20 year old being in love is that it's not how much they love someone it's about about how volatile they are in their lives because when you're 30 you're usually settled you, if not settled you're definitely you know on you're mellowed down with life you're like okay whatever i'm doing is good i'm um, i'm ready to like settle with one person but when you're 18 you might have that mentality you might think that you have that mentality but there's a very good chance that life doesn't you know go that way so like this happens a lot that in high school people um you know date and like you know get really close or you know fall even fall in love for that matter but then because then they have to go to college for and especially now because people just move to so many different countries for college uh, at 18 so things just change some people keep keep going like they just keep doing long distance um some people don't like i personally thought long distance would have been a disaster so like you know what maybe maybe no like i can i'm 20 oh, actually no i was 18 at that point i was m18 i can just you know find someone else if i want to so <laughs> yeah i th- i think that's the only difference of course the amount of love you have for someone m- may not be different but the volatility of life is different yes i absolutely agree with that and i follow this uh, influencer who married the love of her life um and they've been dating for like 12 years now and they started dating when she was 17 so um, mm-hmm. and it 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 just blew me away how they did that but something that she keeps on saying in her videos is that um we grew together like so if you are not growing together or or are not growing by the same amount it won't work out so well said and um, do you think that um do you believe in the concept of a soulmate like do you think there is this one person who is meant for you and you will probably find them in your lifetime and things will work out do you believe in that are you a romantic that's a very heavy question i i, I don't know i haven't thought about it in a long long time mm-hmm. i think i think i feel like when you're in a good relationship you're like oh yeah this is my soulmate but when you're not in one you're like huh. there's nobody out there for me <laughs> tanhai <laughs> so uh yeah right now i'm in the tanhai phase because i'm like yeah i don't i don't see any prospect so yeah i don't know so almost as again it's a it depends on in what in what stage of life you are in okay i don't believe in the concept of uh, soulmates i don't believe in the concept of soulmates at all um because okay okay let's go scenario so in a scenario where god makes soulmates they're like he's like he earmarks people like this exhibit a will meet mm-hmm. with this exhibit d in the future now okay. he's like yeah these guys should be soulmates in the future but there are so many people in the world there's so many different places it, you can't even add them how many people there are and we try to look for people just in our own neighborhood 
like in our environment like okay maybe maybe you will go to three stages of different level of friends that's it you won't go more than that and i think it's unreasonable to think that there's that you will find your best 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 soulmate in that in that small circle no but that's the point um, i don't yeah. think that god made um exhibit a and exhibit d i think what god did was that he made exhibit a and then he made exhibit b c d e and then to each of these exhibits he gave certain qualities and certain things that could help them vibe with exhibit a so what i believe in is the is the power of vibing with someone i think you can vibe with a lot of people over the course of your lifetime and maybe one of those vibes will actually work out in the long run if you guys figure out compromise and life and love together and maybe it won't because it's again just a vibe so i think there are a lot of people out there who you can vibe with but not like just one single person who's a soulmate because i don't think there could ever be one person who's equipped with every quality so yeah definitely definitely yeah i mean you just there's no perfect one for you you just have to find someone tolerable enough to love them <laughs> tolerable enough you have made this sound so bad <laughs> no 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 okay oh, it's it's true okay i know i know this is like okay maybe people don't agree with me but the the sheer fact of life is that you when you're with someone for 20 30 years i'm sure most of your audience is not because we're barely we're not even 30 yet so yeah. when you're with someone for 20 30 years you have no idea what people have gone through to be okay okay even just being in the yeah. same room with someone for 20 30 years can get annoying Definitely, so you yeah. you have to find someone you can appropriately just sit that's all you need just have someone you can enjoy or not even enjoy you can just be content with just sitting with them that's all you need hmm yeah you you've actually touched upon a very important topic and this is something we might receive flack for but i keep thinking about this question about how it's really boring after a point staying with the same person for 30 40 years like beyond you can talk constantly for 2 years uh, you can have interesting dates but then after you hit the 2 year point it it definitely won't be like that first 3 4 months ever again it just isn't possible to bring back um the thrill of the start of a new relationship so and then and then you we just talking about 2 3 years here and then you have to stretch it out to 30 40 years people our grandparents have lived together for 50 years um and it gets boring and it gets tiring and also i think it's very unfair to expect any person to uh, to love for that long um i'm not to say that people the that our parents or grandparents haven't loved each other for those many years but what i'm trying to say here is that the expression of love will start dying after a point so do you think that in such a situation in 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 such a case um monogamy is a good idea like like should the world be open to polygamy like a lot of people already are but the world in general uh, should polygamy be a thing hmm ah <laughs> uh, you have weird questions <laughs> 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 no no i mean 
okay see, okay that's from a scientific point of view polygamy has a lot of <laughs> increases your chance of std so don't do it because <laughs> stds are bad yeah but, but just from a from like a you know non-physical perspective um yeah. no i don't i don't think we're again we are not there yet as a society specifically indian society we're definitely not there yet mm-hmm. maybe maybe polygamy is the way of life 200 years 300 years from now today is not and mm-hmm. i only care about today so i'm gonna say no don't do it <laughs> okay Okay, so I think uh, we just have like two, three questions more. The next question is very straightforward. Do you think that we can love a person uh, that we absolutely committed to and like we know that this is the one, but do you think we can love that person for every second of every minute of every hour? Is it possible to love anybody for every existing you know, moment? Okay, so you can love someone overall. Yeah. Um, like you love your mom, you love your dad. You. Yeah. Mm. Now that's a fact. Mm. You love them. But yeah. do uh, do you enjoy their presence, or do you are you in love with them in, on every in every second of the every minute you spend with them? Mm. No, because that's not again. Life is volatile. Um, mm. Yeah, it it's like it depends on the situation. Now, 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 what what determines how much you can love them overall is the what what really breaks or makes your relationship is whether your overall love is greater than these small, small incidents. Mm-hmm. Whether these small incidents added up can make your overall love break or not. So um, I, I'm probably making it sound like a really stupid math problem, but that's just how it is. <laughs> no, it makes uh, sense. Yeah. You cannot love someone for every single minute, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you it's it's a, just a general vibe you know like I, I think that's what we're trying to get at that yeah it's like it's like it's like saying that you love a person but you don't like that person for every second like you will always love that person because mm, that's a that's a feeling yeah. uh, which is like yeah, a overarching thing but then to like a person like i like him when he gives me a gift but i don't like him when he's angry at me or fighting with me so you can not like a person even while loving that person, if if I've understood that correctly. Correct. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. So the next question is a little personal, and uh, yeah, I'll just ask it. What are some mistakes that you have made in your relationship, or that you have observed people making in their relationships? <laughs> Personally, I think it was communication. Yeah, definitely. That's a big, that's a big cliche, right? <laughs> oh, you should definitely talk to no, no, each other so that makes it happy. It's, it's true. You're, yeah. you're supposed to do all of that. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to communicate properly, talk properly, mm-hmm. um, make sure that the other person knows what you're thinking, make sure that person tells you what they're thinking. And it's not, I'm not, I'm not advocating for complete transparency. But at the same time, I'm definitely advocating for just basic communication. Yeah. I didn't do it because I don't like it. I will still not do it. I will still yeah. make the same mistake. Yeah. But if if Bhavya's audience is is so inclined to make their relationships work, go do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be like Ajdeep and uh, properly communicate in your relationship. But also don't over communicate because that just makes it boring. So your mistake has been that you have been on the distant side and. It would have worked yeah. better if you had come a little closer and communicated a little more. Yeah. And I think the other mistake that I particularly made was that you take people for granted. Because when mm-hmm. you're with them, 
for like more than like six, seven months and you're consistently, you know, talking to them, you're with them, you start taking people for granted and you're like, yeah, if you don't maintain a certain level of intimacy, certain level of affection, even if you might, you might have that affection in your heart and you're like, yeah, I love this person so much. And, but if yeah. you don't show it, there's a good chance it'll go away. Now, if you're not, if you're married, you're probably going to stick it out. But when you're in just a, you know, like a 18 year old relationship, no, I mean, okay, no, what I mean, what I mean is when your relationship as an 18 year old, yeah. um, they'll be like, yeah, fuck this. I have better choices. So yeah. 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 It's really important to keep the spark alive. Like you just said, uh, it's really important to keep showing your affection from time to time, even if it's been like two years, three years, because I honestly think that's the thing that keeps the relationship going because there definitely are points in the relationship where you'll question if whatever you're doing is right and if you're still having fun in the relationship. And 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 at these points, uh, the the small gestures that you or your significant other makes uh, will matter a lot because these are the things that you'll go back to and you'll be like, huh, yeah, this was nice, this was good. I think we can still keep it going. So a very, very good point made here by Arshdi. And okay, so this is our last question. This is the first question I asked when we started the podcast. And I think it's a it's a good place to end our podcast at. The question is that we live in a very, I live in a very Indian setup. And you have lived in a very Indian setup for at least 18 years of your life. And the... Uh, mm-hmm dating is still a bit taboo here or at least if not a taboo we still expect you to not talk about it even if we are dating so what do you think what what is your um what is your take on uh telling your parents about you know um your relationship if you're like 18 19 or if you're in your in your um young adult stage if you're in your 20s should you tell them that you are dating and that you like a certain person and that yeah okay so there this can be looked at from a lot of different perspectives mm-hmm. so first is of the parent the parents no matter who they are they want the best for the kid right? like no matter how conservative or progressive they are they mm-hmm. want to be uh they want the kid to be happy yeah and not hurt now now it's just a, it's just a fact that most people try to overlook for when it comes to relationships that they're like that they totally forget that you know this will most likely end and you will get hurt yeah or you if you are not the one getting hurt you're hurting someone else and that's just how it is that's just how relationships work usually of course you you can always you know be amicable about it but anyway taking the generic scenario uh so they don't want that to happen to a very young kid of mere 16 17 18 years now Mm. to us it might feel like oh we're we're done we're all like we're like on the we're on the end of being teenagers right like it was the last stretch so we are definitely grown up enough to do this yeah. probably probably you are maybe you are more mature than your counterparts and then that's why you're doing better in a relationship or maybe you're not but um so i think that's where that's where the parents try to you know be like hey just be careful don't don't hurt yourself for no reason yeah. and that's why they some, some parents then take a very drastic approach to this like they're like yeah you feed it we will kill you because <laughs> if, we, if we don't kill you someone else will <laughs> so yes yes i've seen um, that 
yeah so i think that's the main goal of course some uh, some families specifically yeah some families specifically in india uh, focus on the distraction part that yeah. oh if you if you if you get into get into in get into a relationship with someone you will lose your focus on studying or whatever you're trying to do most likely studying because that's what indians do yeah but, and i think the last thing that i think that i like to bring up is that some parents are just against it because of cultural reasons yeah. mm-hmm. cultural and religious reasons that they just they think it's it's absolutely wrong mm-hmm. to um date someone or be with someone before a certain age mm-hmm. specifically when it's an unmarried thing Yeah. And that's totally fine. I personally don't agree with that, but yeah. that's probably because I was born in 2000 and not 1980. So, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's totally fine. I I I understand where they're coming from and I I just have a different opinion. That's yeah. all. I, but I do I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think but circling back to your question yeah. that whether you should tell parents or not. if you are open enough they it might go either way honestly it depends yeah. on who your parents are maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe it's some maybe it's you have a little of a distant relationship like a more of a strict relationship with your parents and if you tell them they will probably beat you up <laughs> or if you're if you're chill with them and you can talk talk to them like friends tell them <laughs> and uh, also Sorry. with about the distraction thing because i think i think that is the major major uh, concern for most parents parents in india at, at least in my circles where everybody just wants their children to be focusing on the right things and they think that relationships can be very distracting and for anybody who's 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 planning to go into a relationship especially if you're if you're at a stage in your life where other very important things are coming up and you don't want to be distracted and this is something that you're considering um something very important to think about is that if you will be able to to like find the distinction between um uh, time which is which should be like time well spent and time overspent in a relationship you should not be spending too yeah. much time on it and uh, on the other hand if you're trying to pursue something or you you're some you're very focused and there's only one thing you see and you want to get there it's it can actually be a good thing to be with someone who can um sometimes bring you back to the reality and sometimes you know um uh, bring you back to your roots if that makes yeah. sense no that makes sense yeah, yeah that definitely yeah, yeah i think what we're going to get at is that um is what, what what would have been my next point that um if you're with someone who's demanding your time especially when you have a different priority in life mm-hmm. leave them yeah <laughs> they're not good Definitely. for you either okay you have to respect your other person's uh different priority look okay it's not you are in a relationship doesn't mean that that's all you do in life okay you yes. have to go you have to uh, so go to school college job family yes. other hobbies mm-hmm. friends whatever there's so many different things in life right mm-hmm. and um but as important as a relationship is doesn't it doesn't give doesn't automatically give us give it the first place in your priority list yes exactly and yeah i think that brings us to the end of this episode um i would first like to thank with a lot of love um my best friend for agreeing to come on for this episode it was a task bringing him on Uh, and having him talk about all this because he does not like to talk 
as you guys must have already figured out so thank you arsh for being here definitely it's my pleasure and uh, is it? yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it uh we will i will text you <laughs> but no it's, it's it was it was, this was nice um it was good to talk about this stuff because i don't usually bring this stuff up with most people and a lot of people whoever's listening to this haven't seen your face but they've heard your voice and your voice is really nice so you might get it out of dms after this <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure they can find my face and be like yeah you know what it is okay <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so I think we'll end our episode here. Please follow my Instagram. Uh, all of my links are in my Instagram bio, and uh, also I have a new website now, which has everything in it. You can go leave your feedback there. You can listen to all the other episodes there. You can access all my other um, social media links. So please, please, please check it out. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for today. Bye bye.